That's what it takes to get places. That's what it takes to become successful. That's what it takes to create the purpose in your life that's going to make it worth something instead of just surviving. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiot Radio Podcast. Helping you help yourself in some crazy uncle sort of way. This is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Hey, everybody. How you doing? It's Tony Dufresne, PhD, back with you this week. Really great to be back. This week, of course, we have our three good feel stories of the week, and then I'm going to roll right into how big of an obstacle is it that you're overthinking everything. Let's get to the three good feel stories of the week. Uh, the first one is about a 94-year-old California veteran and he stands outside of a school and he fist, and he fist bumps with middle school students on their way to class. And he's a Navy veteran. His name is Wally Richardson. And the kids are at, uh, looks like it's Marina Village Middle School in El Dorado Hills, California. And uh, they can't get enough of Richardson because he, he gets up every morning and rolls over to the school and greets the students with smiles and words of kind wisdom as they go into the school. Now, one of the kids interviewed said he talks about kindness and he gives us advice and fist bumps. And she said it's the best part of the day. Now, Richardson has been standing outside the school dispensing his goodwill one fist bump at a time for the last 10 years or so. And his wife used to accompany him, but she doesn't walk so well anymore. And so he's out there continu continuing on the tradition. And uh, he, he said that some kids that are in college now still remember how he greeted them. The second good feel story of the week, it's uh, about Home Depot. Home Depot workers, they built a lemonade stand for a boy with cancer. Now, an eight-year-old Florida boy wanted to raise money for a family friend who is battling, a kid who is battling an aggressive form of childhood cancer. Dawn Redman and her son Christian, they called the Home Depot store with a hope that they'd consider making some sort of donation or giving a discount on the items so they could build the lemonade stand. Well, they agreed to give uh, Don and her son Christian the supplies, but when the with Don and her and Christian showed up, they discovered that some of the Home Depot staff actually built a super cool looking lemonade stand for them. And uh, Don said, uh, "To uh, to know that people still exist and do things like this just makes me so happy." It just you all went above and beyond, and I cannot thank you enough. The Home Depot in Apopka is the best. And even more encouraging result from her interaction with Home Depot is that other businesses, including Home Depot, are now helping with the fundraiser that uh, initially it was tough to get any support at all. The third story, uh, fun story of the day, is going to be about a 12-year-old battling leukemia, and she received more than a 1,000 postcards, including one, I guess Tom Hanks heard about it and sent her one. So her name is Aspen Kelly, and she dreams of traveling the world, but her leukemia doesn't allow her to go very far right now. She's going through treatment. So instead, the Oklahoma preteen is exploring places from all over the world through thousands of postcards sent from well-wishers, including one signed by Tom Hanks. She said, uh, I, she goes, I really didn't expect it, and I feel very thankful. She said, I just don't have anywhere to put all the cards. So her treatments don't allow her to travel. So ahead of her 13th birthday, which is on September the 1st, Aspen requested through Facebook that people supporting her in her journey send her postcards, and she was shocked that she got all these postcards. She says that she hopes to feel better from the chemo in time for her birthday, 
when she plans to read through all the postcards. So those are the three good feel stories of the week. Today, it's about overthinking the room. And two reasons why I'm talking about this today. The first reason is, is that I do this all the time, personally. The second reason is because... Uh, and I, and I, I hate to say use absolutes, but like every single client that I've ever worked with comes in and that's a big thing with them. They're overthinking the room. Well, I got this and I got this. the funny thing is I call it the I don't know. Have you done this? It's the, well, I've got this and I don't know it and I don't know. And it, and it, and it, but what they're saying is they're, they're saying that they do know they're explaining that they do know. And then at the end they say, I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't know. You just told me that you do know. You do. I mean, just because there's a lot, there's a lot of options, or uh, or the fact that it's confusing, you still know. You know exactly what's going on. It's just that you can't figure it out. So that's the that's the I don't know from overthinking the room. It's so easy to do too. And and one reason I find it really more predominant now than it than I think it was back in you know the Gen X days or the uh, or the baby boomer days is because of social media. And how young adults, and I'm probably who I'm talking to because my, you know, 90% of my clientele is 23 to 38 or 37. You guys have been, have been brought up or going through the social media thing where it, you're really getting pro every single day you're getting programmed on, uh, on FOMO. You're getting programmed on overthinking the room because all these options and all these other people doing stuff, which makes you second guess what you're doing, which is terrible. Because that that's you're taking yourself out of your own path and you're looking at somebody else's path because they're further technically well, what you think it is they're further along in their success, which is completely untrue. And again, you got to get away from that because that that makes you start overthinking the room. Now, all of a sudden you're thinking, wait a minute, am I doing something wrong or should I be doing this or should I move here and do this or should I change jobs or should I start this gig or should because you're seeing other people's highlight reel. And you're thinking that they've got their faster or they had a better formula, which is actually not the case most of the time, because it if they have if they have a particular formula that they follow, you can kind of take a look at what the formula is. But but it depends on each person individually. And you've got to figure out your own gig and then move forward. You can always learn from other people's success. Absolutely. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is. When you start, when when you you have your feet in a certain direction and you're kind of rolling through, and then you see this person and they're going a little bit this way, and then you see this other person and they're going a little bit the other way, and then you see this other person that's very successful, and it seems like they're going the opposite direction of where you're going. That's where the overthinking comes in and the second guessing comes in. When that happens, you freeze. And what happens is it's and this and this is because of again like social media and smartphones and apps. This is too many choices as human beings. When we have too many choices in front of us, we don't make a choice because it gives us too many options and we get overwhelmed. And sometimes, depending upon who the person is, sometimes if you have three or four choices, it's very hard for you to make that choice because it's just too many in that circumstance. Because what people, what do you think in your head when you have four, five, six, or 10 choices? What do you think in your head? I don't know which one's the best. So now, all of a sudden, you're comparing 10 different things and you're trying to sum up in your head quickly, you know, well, if I do this, it'll go this way. And if I do this, I can get this far. But if I, but if I do this and if I do, and see, see how that's really screwing you up? Because you, you don't know, when you see something initially, you really don't know where that's going to lead you to. So what I want to do is I want to talk about a solution. 
and uh, and the solution to overthinking the room and and keeping yourself stuck by by considering so many choices uh, is to uh, the solution is again reframing and I I'm, and I mention this all the time all the time because this is huge reframing is one of the most effective tools you can use day in day out to create the life you want because I gotta, I gotta break it to you. The life you want or the life you're looking for is right in front of your damn face. You're just not looking at it because you're like, again, it's the, it's the selfie thing. You got the selfie straight up instead of, you know, making the turn and, and uh, angling it differently. It's about angling it differently. So you're creating opportunities or you're seeing opportunities or you're seeing the world a little bit differently or you're attracting people that are going to be good for you or opportunities that are good for you. So that's what, that's what it is. And, and, Yes, there could be a better choice out there, right? Because so if you choose a like a job, you get out there and you get you, you you're in a job and it's crappy, so you're looking for another one. Or you just get out of school, looking for a job, and you go out there and you do and you see this uh, the this, some ABC company, and uh, they're like, well, okay, it's a it's not like the greatest thing in the world, but uh, there are some parts of it that will work for me at least at this time. In terms of getting my feet wet and uh, getting into that setting, or, or and because there are certain parts of that job that I know uh, I need help, or I need to work on, or I need to, to just to learn how to do it in order to further my career and whatever career that you want to get into. So there are a lot of choices out there, but the the whole the the thing that's that's holding you up is that whole best thing or right every single time. Well, I don't know what the right thing to do is, or I don't know what the best choice is. Well, I got to tell you, nobody does, and there's no way you can know. And I think that's that's the most important thing I can stress right now. You cannot know what the best choice is or the right choice is. You can, you can only go with your gut on this and follow me because it may not be what you're thinking. Here's what I here's here's the here's the little life hack. It's called I call it the Big Three list. The big three list is just sit down with yourself without your damn phone, with a cup of coffee or a beer or whatever, and write down the three things in your life. Just just three. Just if you want to do more, fine. But just saying, I'm saying the three most important things in your life are the things that you want your life to be. Right? That's all. So for instance, three things. I want loving relationships in my life or I want a I want a job that fulfills me and and then I and that and it won't consume my life so I can travel or I I want something that I can that I can travel and do on my own or uh let's see jobs relationship career or I, you know or I want a career that um that that serves you know other people as many people so you know also you have to put down the three things that matter the most to you i mean what really what let's simplify this what do you want your life to be about because it doesn't have to be about anything except for what you want it to be and if you want your life full of lots of relationships then you can do that if you want your life full of a one single focus in terms of just going balls out on this entrepreneurial venture or something and you want to create something that's going to change the world then you can do that it does, you know. It just if if you want a life with a family and children and being around your other family, you can do that. 
what are the important things in your life? What are the things that if something else comes up, you're going to say, no, I'm good. I'm good. If your friends call up and say, hey, we're going out. We're going out. We're, we're going to have a couple of drinks and, you know, go out and kind of, you know, bar hop or whatever. What is it that in your life that if that would be more important than than a distraction like that? And then write your three down. That's it. Write your top three priorities in life in terms of the things that you want your life to be about. When you do that, here's what's going to happen. When you come up against an overthinking situation or a and uh, a situation where there's a lot of choices or or even two, even you, you hit a crossroads. You just all you have to do is, first of all, understand there is no best choice and there's no right choice. So let those things go because you're putting too much pressure on yourself to make a decision without any information because you'll never know. Right. If you're at a crossroads and you have to pick one, one road, then you just for some reason, you hopefully you just don't sit there and die, which in which overthinking, that's what it is. Overthinking is you, you're literally, literally walking down a path and then it forks. There's like two paths. It kind of forks into two different directions. And you just stand there and do nothing. Day after day after day after day until you, you know, die. Because And that's exactly what overthinking is because you don't make a choice. So what you have to do is you can sit there and go, okay, this goes, you know, to the northeast and this goes to the northwest. And, you know, to the Northeast is, I don't know what's up there. I mean, you know, Cleveland might be up there or do I want to go to Cleveland? I don't know if I want to go there. I mean, again, you, you take the information that you can get from that, from that thing, but, but only, you're only going to have limited information. When you start guessing or assuming things, that's when things get all screwed up and you just go haywire because you can assume anything. Well, if it goes this way, then there's a force. And what if I get in the force? Right? And then what if, what if, what if, what if that's where things screw you up? And that's when you start spinning your wheels and nothing happens. So if you come up to the fork of the road, you have, you make a decision. So let's say you go on the Northwest path. If you go, if you choose that path, you have, have changed your reality in making that choice. And if you think back in terms of, did I make the right choice? You will never know. You'll never know. If you, if you went a half a mile or a mile down that path, you'll, you'll never know if that, if you made the right choice or not. Uh, even if you come back, even if you come back and then, then go to the fork and then go up to the Northeast, because you know what? You haven't followed that path all the way through. You don't know what's on there. You don't know the, the good things that are on that path. You don't know the crappy things that are on that path. You'll never know. And that's the whole point. You'll never know if it's the best choice and you'll never know if it's the right choice. It's just the choice. And the only thing that you have to go with, go with the top three things. That's all. Or if you want to make it five, make it five. I don't, care. don't make it really long and stupid because you'll never, all those questions will never be answered or all those things will never be checked off. Top three things. What are what's a, so? If you come up against a decision, let's say it's a career decision. So your you know are your top three things you know like in terms of career, like workload and hours, or is it does the company have to align with your purpose, or uh, what's the pay or the benefits, and what's the culture of the company? I mean, those could be you know top three stuff. Relationships uh, are the th- top three things that you need. Similar life direction, uh, similar worldview, uh, attra- uh, attractiveness, physical attractiveness. And I don't care what anybody says. You got to have that. Sorry. You got to have that. 
I'm just, I mean, that's from a guy and girl's perspective. You have to have that aspect because if you don't have that aspect, then you're going to be looking uh, somewhere else for it. That's just the way it is. So those are the things you've got to make the bit. So that's it. Make a big three list in terms of the most important things that you need to, that you need to take care of. And, and then when something comes up, when a choice comes up, you say, okay, if I make this choice, does it align with the importance of relationships in my life? Yes. Does it align with the importance of, of quality time or me being flexible enough to travel? Yes. Does it align with, uh, you know, me and my financial responsibilities and making enough money and, and, and kind of stuff that? Yes, it does. Well, then you have all those three. And again, there's a good chance when you have multiple choices, you'll have a number of those choices that will have all three of those. But at least you've, you've narrowed down in that realm at least those three things that you absolutely need. And so you're not just going way off the reservation and saying, you know, I'm not, I, I'm just going to, what do I pick? What do I pick? Even though a lot of the choices may be way out of that and have nothing to do with the, the things that are the most important to you in your life. So that's how you make it easier and not overthinking the room because nothing gets done when nothing gets done. Action is the key to everything. And I'm going to say this every single week, I think, uh, because it's, it, I need to stress it. If you don't take action on something, you'll never do anything. You just won't. There's so many smart people in the world that read books, read, 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 read. And that's an action in and of itself, but really not, right? Because it's just, it's just bringing the information in, but not doing something about it. So it's, so again, you're either a, if you're not sleeping, you're either a consumer or you're a creator. So how, how much of a percentage of your life do you consume things versus how much of a percentage in your life do you create things? And I'm telling you, there's probably a good chance that you can create more than you're consuming right now. Because I think everybody can create more than they're consuming because we're in a consumer society and especially with social media, that is feeding right in to that consumerism and consumer society. Because what do we do? Stay on the phone. Flip, 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 flip. Social media, what are you doing there? Are you doing anything? You're not doing shit. You're consuming information instead of doing something with the information. You're not creating. So I'm trying to get you to create more, a little bit more than you have in the past instead of consuming more. So if it's like consuming at 80% and creating at 20%, I'd like you to go to at least 25% on the creation and then less on the consuming. That's the that's using the big three list uh, so you don't overthink the room and you take action. Taking action is the most important thing. The entire third half, third half, wow. This is a finance major. The entire third of my book, at the end third of my book, is all about taking action and, and taking you through baby steps. I'm not trying to hawk my book right now. I'm just saying, if you don't take action on anything, then you're then you just sit on the couch and you consistently just go to the next podcast and the next podcast, or you get another book and another book. You're not going to do shit, and you're going to sit there and you're going to be 80 years old reading self help books and being at the same place that you were when you were 23 or 25. Get out there and fucking do something because it takes you doing something and then it not working out the exact way you thought and then you making adjustments and then doing it again in a different way. That's what it takes to get places. That's what it takes to become successful. That's what it takes to create the purpose in your life that's going to make it worth something instead of just surviving because you're either a survivor or a thriver. And I'm hoping that most of the people that are sitting here watching this right now 
have already gone through that whole are, are, are going through that survival mode. You know, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Look it up. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The first two levels are the, are the survival levels. Food, clothing, shelter, you know, and some relationship stuff. Yeah, and, and you know, a job and responsibilities and stuff like that. You need to you need to get that house in order and so you can start thriving and start and start expanding and start being uh, more of a creator because that's the whole point in all of this. And overthinking the room, I, I say overthinking the room because that's an old saying, but overthinking anything just keeps you stuck and doesn't get you into action mode. That's it. That's all I got today. If you have uh, any rebuttals on that or a better way to look at it, then let me know. Because I'm always open to different perspectives. Uh, that's the the adult way to look at things. Do do I think that this is exactly how it should be? Yes and no. <laughs> I mean, it's exactly how it should be because I've seen it and it's worked. But again, there could be different angles. Again, it's reframing, right? There's not just one solution to anything. And so, and so I I love getting feedback, and I love other people having different perspectives on things because it because it expands me and expands my my knowledge base and it also expands my empathy and the, the ability to understand that other people also have good, solid perspectives that make sense. Some people are just whack jobs, but that, but again, you don't know until you throw it out there. And that's why I do this podcast. So you can uh, go to javabud.com and uh, watch the podcasts, uh, watch the, or listen to the podcast. Or you can watch the videos or you can go to the YouTube channel and watch the videos at the Java Bud. I'm on Twitter and uh, Instagram and, you know, the Facebook thing and all that kind of, you know, dog and pony show. You can go to javabud.com if you haven't already and get my, I've got a freebie giveaway. It's just a PDF. You just put your email in and I send you a PDF. And it's just, it's like seven phrases that, it, it, again, it's, it's reframing. And it's seven phrases that you can, you can start to incorporate in your life every single day that'll, that'll create some subtle shifts and to get you to think in a better frame than where you're right now, in a more productive frame and get you to create more. There's also the book. You can also get the book too. Uh, that's, there's always a book. That'll go to Amazon. You can listen on iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher. If you do go to my website, what I do is I set it up to where, um, and even off of the Facebook ads, I set it up to where when you do click onto my website, I have it in SoundCloud because that's where you kind of have to place it. And then it goes to iTunes and stuff. If you if you like iTunes and you work with it, I'm I'm not a big fan of iTunes personally, but you know some people are. Even though I have an iPhone, but I just don't like it. So you can go to that, and you can just go to iTunes and just listen to it. It's you know it's the Surrounded by Idiots radio podcast. Hope things are good. Uh, let me know if you have any questions or comments. Tony at JavaBud.com, and I'll see you next week. Bye.